0: Hey guys, it's Ryan, one of two hosts of the No Content Podcast. This podcast is usually hosted on my Twitch channel live, which you guys can check out every Monday evening over at twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo. As always, before we jump into the podcast, if you guys would like to, you can check out my music. Links are down below. It is DMCA free for anyone to listen to and uh, check out. Also follow all the social media links if you wanna keep up to date with myself and with Pixel as well. Anyway guys, hope you enjoy this episode. Yo, what's up guys? Um, We're back again for episode 114. I've no content podcast with my co-hosts, co-producer, co-director, uh Pixel. What's co-founder. up? Founder. Hey, hey, co-founder. What's up? Yeah, I don't know what to call you. Like <laughs> is co-host a derogatory what do you feel co-host is like a derogatory term? Because I don't know, like it feels weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like extra host.
1: I don't know. Oh, uh, what why do you think it sounds like bad? I don't, I don't know. Think it sounds, I don't think it sounds bad. It's like because okay. we're both like co-hosts of the same podcast.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um for everyone who's watching on YouTube, check out the check out the new lighting that pixels got poggers um finally yeah finally so we look a little bit more professional but still <laughs> scuff topics as always of course um, but yeah th- uh, i'm gonna uh i'm gonna we don't have any announcements but i'm just gonna forewarn everyone for this podcast that um we have a lot of twitch stuff to talk about just random twitch stuff came up to uh this like week or whatever and yeah. it was like all stuff that's like eh, we should probably talk about this it's kind of important Um, so for everyone who like follows us on Twitch or knows us from Twitch, you're going to be happy. The other like (laughs) 45% of the audience is going to be pissed the whole time. So I do apologize for that. But, um, I think before we dive into those news articles, I kind of wanted to briefly talk about this because I feel that this was a pretty big news article, um, but, or not news article, but event that happened, but, uh, Mm -hmm. back for blood came out yeah yeah and i do i don't want to spend too much time on this but because <laughs> i I'll, I'll tell you straight up right now i don't think i'm getting the game <laughs> but um we both played it we both played it separately we both got into the beta it was very easy to get into and i just wanted like initial thoughts on what you think of the game yeah uh pixel and
1: good bad um uh, i actually He liked it. I mean, you know, I'm a fan of Left 4 Dead. Like, I really liked the game. It was it was good. Like, the gunplay was fun. Like, it felt like, you know, meaty and the the combat was good and felt fleshed out. So gameplay wise, you know, I think it was there. Do I think it's worth $60 plus microtransactions? Nope. Yeah,
0: that's kind of
1: how I'm feeling
0: about the game, too. Like, if you guys don't remember, there used to be this game called Evolve. That uh, turtle rock made and it went under after like a year,
1: mm-hmm. but um,
0: yeah. but already seeing a sixty dollar an and eighty dollar and one hundred hundred dollar version of the game is already pissing me off. Um, that there's map pack DLC, character DLC, zombie DLC, and campaign mm-hmm. DLC already pisses me off. To see yeah. that there's three different battle passes pisses me off.
1: Yeah, like if you're gonna go it, that, I route, don't know. <laughs> Like, I, I have no problem with those, you know, ways of making money, but don't sell your game for $60 and put microtransaction on top of that. Yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth when I got to pay for a game. And then, like, if you want to pay for, like, all of these other things and like DLC, like you got to pay extra and stuff like that. It's just I don't know. I, I really don't like that feeling, especially if it's content that you feel you need to get. Um Yeah. You know, cosmetics or whatever i don't really care but like you know map pack dlc and stuff like that and i'm sure like the battle pass is going to have something that's going to affect your gameplay like whether you are able to like change because you know in the game they have those cards right in the yeah. beginning of the match you choose like bonuses and buffs and what have you and i'm i feel like those are going to be part of the microtransactions you yeah
0: know? so um, it could I be don't...
1: for sure it could be I don't know, like maybe maybe that might be part of it, but like yeah. if it is like that's going to that's going to leave a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, for sure. I, I think one of the things they did mention with
0: the DLC is that if one person in your party has it that like in your in a private party, I mean, um, then everyone can play on it. But what that means is basically that comes that comes down to the maps and that comes down to the campaign. So if like one person has bought the DLC campaign, everyone else can like play on it or whatever, Mm -hmm. which is kind of cool, I guess. Um, But I don't know. Like, so my issues aside with the microtransactions, to be honest, I played the game. I agree with you on everything that you said about how the game plays. I just feel like I've played the game already. Like, yeah, I, I played it and I was like, oh, that was like a fun hour. And then I was like, but am I really going to pay like 30, like 60 bucks for this game? Like even just let's say even just for single player, like let's say I just play single player or like my friends and I all just buy the game and we play play through a campaign.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm like, eh, not really. Like I, it just felt like I've done it before. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it, it, it at some point during the campaign, it became less fun and more of like going through the motions because it was mm-hmm. like, oh, once you kind of i don't know it just felt weird like it just felt like i was like oh i'm just playing left 4 dead 2 like it didn't feel like i get it it's a sequel but i i feel like the changes they implemented in the game didn't change it enough for me to be like hyped or excited about it um Mm -hmm. did you play multiplayer by any chance i did okay so i think for me the thing that basically made me say i'm not gonna buy it is because of multiplayer um, because obviously, multiplayer is going to be something that people play for a very long term, and mm-hmm. the replayability and even just messing around and playing with like friends um, was really fun back in the day. And we still kind of jump on Left 4 Dead 2 here and there and do that. Um, what did you think of the multiplayer? Because for me personally, I was kind of disappointed by it. Um, they've confirmed that it's not going to be like it was in Left 4 Dead 1 or 2, where four people are playing like the campaign and four people are playing the, zo- the special zombies but that it's going to be what they presented in the beta, which is essentially, in my opinion, just seems like a horde uh, horde
1: or survival time mode. I don't know. Hmm. What did you think about it? That I didn't try. I didn't try, like, the versus multiplayer. Oh, okay, I, only okay, tried, okay. I only tried the campaign multiplayer. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I don't know anything about that.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry. Sorry, uh, we misunderstood. But yeah, I played the versus mode. But essentially what it is, is remember in Left 4 Dead 1 and 2, how there would be four survivors and they would go through an act. And then like there would be four other players on other team and they would be the special zombies. Mm -hmm. And then the round would end and then it would switch sides. Right. Yeah. So that is no longer the case in the versus mode in Back 4 Blood. What it is akin to is kind of the survival mode in um, Left 4 Dead 1 and 2. Where basically you have four survivors. It's on a small map. It's not a progression map or anything. It's like you're camped out in an area and it's 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 from a region or an area that's in the back for blood campaign. And then you have four people as special infected and one round lasts like ten waves or something like that. Um, and then after mm-hmm. that, depending on the points or if you downed them or how long they survived, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You switch sides and you go to round two and then there's a round three tiebreaker. I don't know if there's mm-hmm. more rounds, to be honest. Um, But it seems like it's a best of three thing. I just didn't find it very fun. (laughs) Um, It doesn't sound fun the way you describe it. It (laughs) It just it's just like a survival horde mode. You know what I mean? Um, So it's kind of like it's kind of cool. The beginning of the game is kind of neat. There's like it starts off and you have two minutes to scavenge stuff from the map and get yourself acquainted while the zombies also can walk around and scavenge stuff. And after two minutes, the hordes start coming out. Mm -hmm. But overall, I just didn't find it the replayability of that very fun and then when they mentioned that there'll be dlc paid zombies mm-hmm. then i'm kind of like eh i'm
1: kind of you know yeah. pissed <laughs> off um i don't know yeah i know it, it doesn't really sound all that fun to be honest like the way you describe it because like in love dead one and two the the fun of it was just jumping in and having like a horde of zombies just like swarming at you it's fun yeah. It's it's fast paced. It's really easy to get into. Um I feel like this one it doesn't have that and it doesn't have like the depth of like other games. The like that that will really really get you interested. Rather it's more like RNG mm-hmm. events and mm-hmm. like card systems. You have like a deck of cards, quote unquote, right. like you know, that you have like these uh bonuses that you could randomly happen to you during game. And I don't know right. if that's enough variety to make it interesting you know like yeah oh, 20 faster reload speed oh great uh plus one health or yeah. whatever like uh, it's not something that provides an interesting mechanic
0: yeah so i go back and forth with it because it is a double-edged sword um did you by any chance look at the character descriptions for each character
1: um, or did you just kind of just pick a random one and jump in or i picked a random one and jumped in i know they have like special abilities or something like that but i never actually used them so
0: essentially like every character um so essentially whereas in left for dead left for dead like one and two the characters were essentially just cosmetic right um Mm -hmm. everyone kind of played the same like lewis played the same as bill right except like their voice lines or the character themselves and how they were represented in game right Mm -hmm. but essentially they all played the same but if you uh, I, we dived into the character system in the game. This is before the cards were even we even attached our cards, but essentially, the characters themselves can be broken down into tanks, damage dealers, and supports. Mm-hmm. so some pass some characters, depending on the character you chose, passively will res faster or pass or can hold two med kits or can even heal twenty percent faster so it's a double edged sword because I do find that kind of fun because basically mm-hmm. what would happen was like it's like um, it's like I was playing the medic. So then someone would pick up pain pills and kind of coordinate with me like while we're fighting zombies like, hey, do, do you have extra room to carry the pain pills? Like, yeah, I'll just carry the pain pills like, hey, Kubo, you should be the one to heal and stuff like that. OK, oh, like this guy's uh, uh this guy's more of like he's better with like close range weapons, like make sure to tell him specifically like give him the shotgun give him the shotgun ammo and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so i thought that was pretty cool with the variety and stuff like that um i just i don't know if i care too much about that to Mm -hmm. be honest and then the card system like augmenting that is going to be like a balancing nightmare yeah and then when you also introduce the fact that the characters basically have roles like essentially look at them as champions from like any type of like league of legends type of game combined with like it being able to buy them as well as buying the special infected zombies i don't know i i I really don't know the The main concern I have with the game, and this happens a lot with like Battlefield for me, um, is that you buy the game and if you don't keep up with the DLC, then you're Mm -hmm. left behind and the player
1: base is split. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be an issue.
0: That's always been that's always kind of been my problem is like with Battlefield. I know that they have free map updates, so this information's kind of out of date. But you would play Battlefield and then like one of your friends would get the new maps and like no one else else would. And mm-hmm. then you are stuck playing like you're stuck playing with your friend, like your friends or whatever, who didn't have it. You know what I mean? And the person who did not have it can't play the new maps. And I don't know. It's just one of those things where I'm like, I don't know if I, how I like this, you know?
1: Yeah, totally. Like, I don't know if they're um trying to turn this into like an esport or something like that. The way you mentioned like comps and stuff like that, whether there's going to be like some sort of meta that comes out. Um, I have no eventually. idea. I think they just
0: wanted more depth, to be honest. Hmm you know it, yeah. this is taking a this is also taking a page from evolve and this is what kind of made evolve kind of like die out it was like i think evolve at the time had like four additions to it or whatever and mm-hmm. then like i think if you pre-order like at the time it was like if you pre- pre-ordered pre from gamestop there was like an exclusive monster you can get from gamestop and if you pre-ordered from like best buy there was like an exclusive monster oh, at yeah. gamestop you could get and. There was, like, all this confusion on, like, which one was better? Like, where should I pre-order and stuff like that? So, I don't know, man. I I really don't know how I feel about, like, all this, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I really hope they don't do that again, because that's... I I really hate that system. <laughs> I, I if, doubt
0: it, but it seems like some of the systems are coming over, though, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I just hate it because, like, it does split the player base. It's like, who, which mm. one should I go with? Am I going to lose out on this if I go here and stuff like that? Like... Sometimes the exclusives can be cool, but like it's I I just don't like having to like go to a specific place to buy a specific thing and then also probably miss out on something else unless I oh, show yeah. out for you know uh the, another copy of the game or something like that or I don't know how I'd be able to get another DLC, but like yeah, I I, I, I see why that failed you know, right It it's there's there's many more reasons why I've all failed, but like it's yeah yeah, it feels like right right off the the bat it doesn't sound good yeah yeah it's just marketing blunders you know i don't think it's a really i don't think it's a good idea at all
0: no no not at all but uh i don't know we'll see how the game goes maybe i'll take back my comments or whatever and i'll get it if other people get it it just for me personally playing the game it was like this is really fun and then after a while it was like okay i've done this before like it just not become a chore but the the magic kind of wore off on me on me personally pretty fast Mm -hmm. so i don't know we'll have to see we'll have to see how it goes but anyway um moving on we have a ton of twitch news to talk about and kind of cover and stuff like that so i kind of wanted to just um bang these out as not as fast as possible but i'll probably expand on these later Mm -hmm. in my own stream or whatever um but yeah so we have like four or five topics to kind of go over all of them were kind of small but kind of made big headlines and i feel like we could just rant and complain about it the whole night so (laughs) we'll see how it goes uh the first one that happened i think this one happened pretty recent, or it happened like right after our podcast i don't know what it is about this or whatever but every time every time dude we uh, end a podcast the next day or like the day after like some big news happens or whatever. And I'm yeah. kind of thankful. Holy yeah, I'm kind of thankful because, you know, we don't have to spend another three hours talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. But this one kind of flew under the radar. Um, I didn't really see a lot of people talking about it, but I think it's important to talk about. But after four years, uh, Sarah Clemens, the COO of Twitch, has left. She has exited. That's right. Um, She was the first person to replace, um, I guess, one of the OG COOs as well. Uh, If you guys don't know who uh, Clemens was, she joined Twitch in January of 2018, and uh, she was previously serving as the CEO of Pandora. And she's also worked at LinkedIn and Microsoft's Xbox uh, division. Uh, she announced Thursday that she told Twitch staff that she's exiting in order to focus on consulting and serving on company boards. Um, just to be clear with this, by the way, she will remain as CEO, COO through mid-January 2022. So it's not like she's just peacing out at the end of the month or something like that. But um, I thought that it was kind of interesting because essentially um, she was brought on as COO right around the time that the music... Um, the music I guess category on twitch kind of had kind of expanded uh we talked about this before but in 2018 there was a lot of changes to the music uh section on twitch and they started like um doing like promotions with like Lollapalooza restreaming Mm -hmm. EDC like official streams like that on twitch um she also fostered stuff with like getting logic on the platform Uh, And it was also around this time as well, that they started to allow in 2018, 24 seven music streams like my music stream before that it was actually not allowed to stream because it was uh, a 24 seven music stream because you were considered AFK. Hmm. Right, right. right. So you can actually get banned. So I thought that this was really interesting. Um, She said in a statement, being part of Twitch's immense growth has been a privilege and I'm grateful to Emmett for the opportunity. I have the utmost confidence that Twitch will continue to lead the creator economy as it's done for the last decade um she currently serves on the boards of several companies right now um the biggest one being duolingo Mm. so she's um yeah i don't don't know it's super random yeah random yeah um i don't know what 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 do you want what is there anything you want to say about this uh pixel or any any interesting notes that you want to make about this um this leaving or something
1: yeah you know this came out of left field, like, I didn't really expect it, but then I mm-hmm. also kind of also expected it, because being being from Pandora Music, you would have expected her to, like, carry on some of that knowledge that she had from that company and apply it somehow to Twitch's ecosystem, right?
0: Yeah, You would of course. think
1: of that, you know, her ex- expertise and experience could somehow help Twitch through all of this DMCA madness and all this, you know, music copyright striking and all these things, but Nothing happened. It's like, yeah, you never really heard from her from behind the scenes. I'm assuming she did something. I mean, but... she had to have done something. We just never knew.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And I, I think that's like another thing that goes. uh, That's a strike against Twitch because they don't talk about these things. They don't talk about what they're doing. They don't like, you know, um have any kind until of until it's I will on. say to add to that, I will say until it's too late until it's too late sure yeah, yeah they like, have been yeah, communicating
0: yeah. but yeah it's it's too late yeah
1: yeah so like i i would have loved to hear like what they were actually doing just so like you know build confidence and say like we're listening to you this this is what we're doing we're actively making the platform better for streamers and we got none of that i mean like you know i'm sure she's a competent uh executive but like yeah we just never heard her do anything. So it kind of feels like she did absolutely nothing like in the eyes of like, you know, the public. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of, I kind of feel like I, I, I didn't think she did anything is in the face of like all of this, uh, this DMCA stuff.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing too, is like, I will say that like, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm giving the benefit of the doubt here, but maybe that wasn't why she was brought on, which I think is kind of silly to say. But I mean, cause yeah, she didn't do anything when it came to like the DMCA stuff, but when it came to actually like the Twitch music section, I feel like they did a lot, but it was stuff that was like more of like, I don't know. It was like a a drop in the puddle when it comes to like what we're dealing with now with DMCA, right? Like, don't get me wrong. It's like cool that she got like, for example, Mike Shinoda, logic were both signed to the platform i don't even know where logic's at by the way i believe he's already done with his deal and he's like Mm -hmm. already returned with music like he already posted something where he's like michael jordan's retired before or something right because his thing was like he was getting a paycheck and then he was going to retire and become a twitch streamer like i haven't seen him on the platform since then to be honest (laughs) um so like you know uh, Mike Shinoda is still on the platform. They did sign stuff with um, EDC, Lollapalooza, iHeart Radio. I mean, all it's cool, right? They got branding deals for these music st- for these big streaming companies or what? Or music <clears throat> companies to restream their stuff. I believe they have a um, thing with Rolling Stone now, so the Rolling Stone does a stream. Um, you know, allowing twenty four seven music channels on the platform is great. You know, um, but yeah, I get what you mean. Totally. She did stuff. She just didn't do what I think 99% of people really care about when it comes to being um, when it comes to this as uh, when it comes to um, DMCA. And it's also weird that it's like. Like, fine, cool. She did all this stuff with music and stuff like that, like she brought all this stuff to music, but she's not like director of music partnerships at Twitch. She's literally the Twitch COO. (laughs) The operations sheet, like whatever it's called, I don't know what the 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 word is for it, but yeah, she's literally like the COO of all of Twitch. You know what I mean? She she's not just operating officer officer. Yeah, there you go. She's not just like some random person that's like, oh, we brought on Sarah Clemens. She's gonna be heading up the music
1: department on Twitch. You know, she's no, she's supposed to be heading up all of Twitch. She so maybe maybe it's like the scope of like that actual title. Maybe it's like okay. She's chief operating officer, but what what does that actually entail? It's like what are the, what do you actually yeah. do as a COO? And I think for for most companies, it's like running the the day to day operations of the company and making the company function. So right. maybe maybe the music stuff really isn't part of her like um, job duties. Maybe it's like someone else's stuff, but maybe it's like. I don't know. For, for a person in her position, maybe she has the ability to connect with people who can get things done. But I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe she was just doing other things in order to make Twitch function as a whole. Her Ugh.
0: the her description says um, operate at at the intersection of content and technology, building new creator economies and scaling businesses in emergent emerging, emerging tech, technology markets
1: okay so she's making sure that like uh twitch has the technological ability to do the job it needs to do i think i don't know yeah
0: basically it's just a bunch of fluff you know what i mean so but yeah so she ended up leaving or she's leaving in january 2022 uh there's already like posts up by the way of like people are like trying to find like a new (laughs) new person to replace her so if you guys want to (laughs) sign up maybe i'll just sign up at this point i don't know is that figure really out, figure out how to do i'm pretty sure there was like post up about it or whatever I, I i have no idea i don't even remember seeing her or whatever uh shouts out to her or whatever um i will say this too as well um uh, in my opinion i probably could see a lot of the ogs of twitch leaving it's been 10 years at the company or whatever um keep in mind that Emmett shear is the last og of the company. Um, when it comes to the the founding members or whatever, and to be honest, for as much crap we give Emmett, I can't really think of anyone who would be able to replace this, replace Emmett. That's the that's the one big issue I see. Like, do I want an Amazon bigwig who's in the company? Do I want someone who's like mm. from another gaming space in the company? I don't know. Do I want someone from like YouTube, like an ex YouTube person? I don't know. Right. Um, right. But Twitch, uh, Twitch is probably going to see a lot of the bigwigs leaving uh, pretty soon. Um, I would assume. Um, so. Keep that in mind. It's not probably the last. Uh, We're probably going to have a lot of shakeup or whatever. Um, We've seen a lot of people um, leaving the platform um, or just leaving Twitch uh, in general. Uh, One of the big people which kind of got glanced over, and I don't want to spend too much more time on this topic, is also Smix. Uh, SMIX. She uh, also left as a brand partner manager. Um, She left after 10 years as well to pursue other things as well so she has left twitch and she was actually the first partner manager i think ever on twitch and she mm-hmm. kind of helped develop and create that uh division of twitch uh, mm-hmm. at corporate so uh she also left as well this week so i think we'll see a lot of more people leaving as well unfortunately but yeah
1: we'll we'll see you
0: know mm-hmm.
1: do um, you think uh what, what what do you think is the reason pe- that people are leaving like in droves <sighs> or do you think that people will leave in droves the narcissist
0: the narcissism in me says it's because like a twitch the way twitch is handling things behind Mm -hmm. the scenes um we've we've gotten leaked so much in the past year that like amazon has slowly been encroaching uh on twitch or whatever well that that, Mm -hmm. the reason why the reason why we're seeing so many issues at twitch especially when it comes to bans which we'll talk about in a sec but also with inconsistencies is because the, the Twitch offices right now are a makeup of about 40% Amazon employees and 60% Twitch employees. Mm, um, so we're seeing a lot of that. We're also looking at basically Amazon. It's been basically almost four years um, since the Twitch acquisition, which mm-hmm. usually um, in most businesses is when companies will start saying, hey, let's let's start making money on this. <laughs> you know, let's, <laughs> let's start seeing some things. And I, I, I think also... It has a lot to do, and this is just my personal opinion. Um, I think it has a lot to do with some of the people that probably are working at Twitch aren't qualified. Uh, we mm. talked about this. Uh, we talked about this a bit before, or whatever, and um, when it came to like Blizzard, and I know Blizzard's done a lot of crap in the media recently, but like some of the people that were probably that were laid like, I it go. My heart goes out to the people who are laid off in 2019, but a lot of the people who also were laid off in 2019, like I. I get they were upset, I get they were mad or whatever, but looking at their backgrounds and looking at like their job titles, I'm like, why why were you, I'm I'm surprised you didn't try to look for a job quicker. (laughs) Like, there was one person who was complaining, and he was, I'm not even kidding you, he was assistant to the assistant community manager. Like, it literally sounded like something out of the office. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, if I was a company, I would be like, yeah, we don't need this. You know what I mean? Your job can be absorbed. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I know that like there like a while ago, um Nintendo, uh N- I think his real Twitch name was like Nintendo Dude 829, he's like pretty big in the Smash scene or whatever. He got hired mm-hmm. by Twitch. Oh wow. And um he was part of like the esport, like that esports outreach uh business and marketing division. And it's like no offense to Nintendo Dude, great smash player. I like his content a lot. Dude doesn't even have a high school diploma. Like, how is he hot hi- like because he knows people in the scene that's why they hired him like that's why i feel like a lot of people so in my opinion i think what's happening is that amazon is kind of doubling down on twitch and saying hey we want results we want actual work to get done and Mm -hmm. then these people can't get the results so they're either either leaving before they get fired or they're fired or laid off or quit or whatever you know what i mean um Another person yeah. that comes comes to mind too is um there was a guy his name's Jay Witz. He's pretty big in the Nintendo scene. He has like a, a 2 million YouTube um subscribers. Mm-hmm. He was hired at Twitch as well for like mark for like business marketing when he doesn't have like a business marketing degree, but he was able to get the a, he was able to get the job because he was like, "Well, I grew my own business. I have a YouTube like I don't know. Like and then he left I think after a year because he was like, yeah, it was too stressful
1: yeah I, man you know sometimes like people who are successful in this space don't necessarily mean like that they'll make good employees elsewhere you know they're they may be like excellent or whatever they do but they can't yeah. translate that very well it happens in a lot of places like you know sometimes yeah. if you're really like a, if you're a really good scientist that doesn't mean that you'll be good at teaching science yeah
0: i, I think also it's like a lot of the times it's like like, Elon Musk is, like, a really smart guy. At the same time, Elon Musk would be nothing without the people surrounding him. Mm -hmm. Like, smart people also surround themselves with even smarter people. Right. To help them them out. And so I feel like that's the reason why a lot of people are leaving Twitch. It could be a number of reasons, but that's, like, the narcissist in me is, like, you just couldn't do your job. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) And and it's whatever, you know? That's my opinion. So I think what happens is these people are kind of coming into Twitch, like, the people i give examples of who don't really have a sense of working in a corporation Mm -hmm. and then they get there and there we have this clash right now that's going on with this transition with amazon where we have a bunch of people that were probably hired that probably shouldn't have been hired to be honest and then we have a bunch of corporate bigwigs clashing with them You know what I mean? And so a lot of the old guard is just like, this isn't the Twitch I used to work for. I remember when it used to be super fun and I didn't really have to do work, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) And I could come in whenever and I could kind of just like mess around. Now all of a sudden I actually have to like, now it seems all sterile and I have to actually work. You know what I mean? And I remember this happening at like a company that I used to work for. I used to work in like an IT company and like we could come in and like wear whatever we wanted to like people would like bring their dogs and stuff like that, like randomly. (laughs) We had like unlimited PTO and then all of a sudden we got like we got bought out And all of a sudden they were like, yeah, technically you guys are supposed to be wearing like lab coats in here because we were dealing with like delicate products and stuff like that. And you're supposed to be like dressing to this code. Like, why is there dogs here? There's like dog hair all over, like all the products you guys are shipping out. Like we're shipping like retinal scanners and stuff like that. Right. No. And and so it's like, yeah, this can't happen. And people got pissed and they're like, I'm out. I'm leaving. This is not fun. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? People's like idea of like whatever. That's my opinion.
1: But. But, you know, I think that might be part of it. Like people might hire these these. Uh, streamers or content creators because it it makes for a fun work environment. And I think that that is part of the decision that goes into it. You know, you, you want a work. Yeah. that that's like, you know, fun and you have people that you get along with. Mm. um. And I think that kind of overrode like their skill at a certain thing. So right. I think I mean, that would be I my mean, guess.
0: I mean, let's be real here, like, and this is not a shot to you, obviously, but even with the music stuff, it's not like I came to you and was like, hey, man, what degrees do you have in art? Blah, blah, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. blah. Like, do you want to make an album with me? Like, send me your resume. I was just like, I like your art. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, you could, like, I think Recful said this too, but like Recful reached out to like a couple people back in the day and was like, oh, I saw that you made this game, like this like really simple game. I want to hire you on as like a developer for my game. And he ended up firing those people in like a couple of years where they left or something because he was literally like, yeah, they were scamming me for money because they couldn't do the work. But it's like, you know, it's like a lot of, I feel, startup companies, a lot of companies, a lot of startup companies are kind of like that, right? It's like, hey, I'm starting this company. Like, you got nothing to lose, right? Like, no, not really. Mm -hmm. I got some free time. I just graduated. It's like, okay, let's just do this together. Like, don't really look at your, you know, resume. Don't really look at that because you just need people to work for you, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think Twitch, has been very good and i will say i will say this over and over again twitch made i think one of the best platforms coding wise to be able to like live stream like justin tv and twitch you know what i mean it's like it's uh it's a phenomenon it's crazy how twitch works in the back end being able to maintain all these servers being able to live stream being able to basically just click a button and go with almost virtually no downtime or no issue with the twitch servers Integrating mm-hmm. Twitch chat and stuff. And they made a very, very, very good live streaming experience.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I totally agree but with
0: that. Everything else sucks because <laughs> they focused on one thing and now they're playing catch up. So when it comes to DMCA stuff, when it comes to harassment, when it comes to whatever else, there might be marketing even for the platform, when it comes to discoverability, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all that stuff kind of sucks. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah that's very true they're very, they're very much concentrated on making a good product and now they have to make this product fit inside a community you know it's yeah. got to be the right product for the right community yeah and uh yeah that's it's growing
0: pains yeah um that being said i think this is a good segue into our next kind of couple of topics or whatever but um i noticed this happening today and i have some controversial stuff about it or whatever but uh, maybe pixel does too i don't know but uh, Twitch was trending. I've noticed this a lot, and I don't know. Like, I'll log out of Twitch and look at the Twitch trends because I know that they now say that Twitch trends are geared more towards like your what you're looking at or whatever. But like the last like couple of like months, I've noticed that like Twitch content creator, like Twitch streaming. Like all these random Twitch tags, like hashtags have been trending even when I'm logged out and it's like Mm -hmm. I go to them. It's basically just people promoting their Twitch stuff like it's nothing (laughs) new. Like it's it's like, okay, I don't even know why this is trending. It's like, you know, like I think a few weeks ago or like a week ago, even it was like one of the trending tags like globally was like support smaller creators. Like I hate that. tag. I hate that tag (laughs) so much. (laughs) <laughs> I, I just hate it like I I won't lie I used it back in like the early days of my streams or whatever it doesn't work it just looks cheesy it's bad it's stupid I hate it but um yeah um anyway a twitch a twitch tag or a twitter tag pertaining to twitch was trending today globally mm-hmm. uh, it was hashtag twitch do better and I feel like the twitch tag started off decent and then it just went like sideways all over the place it was so random um but it started off as people complaining about sexual harassment mm-hmm. yep. and about um toxicity raids happening in their streams um and then it went to um like the 50 50 percent cut or something with twitch and then it went to i don't know other stuff so i don't know i just wanted <laughs> to get your take on this so we can talk about this for a little bit i i, sure. I have some interesting takes on it or whatever but. um
1: But yeah, yeah. So um, with the Twitch do better tag, um, people were talking about uh, these raids and things like harassment that was happening on the platform. And, you know, that is very legitimate. There are a lot of issues that happen on Twitch and like, how do you moderate it? How do you have tools to like prevent this? And yeah, I mean, like they're talking to Twitch about how to prevent these like sorts of raids. And we kind of already have tools to prevent these things from happening. From the very limited stuff that I saw on there, like a lot of this stuff could could have been filtered out by Automod. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't really know what else Twitch can do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've already got Automod doing a lot of this work. Um, but like, yeah, it's it's a legitimate. It's like there is a lot of like, um, hate speech and things like that that happens on the platform, and yes, it does need to be you know shut down. Right. Um. But then, like like you said, it started devolving into complaints about other things about Twitch, <laughs> about how um, creators are not getting paid enough, um, and how they are taking too much of the subscription fee away from streamers and things like that.
0: The, um, the funniest thing was somebody's like some random people were posting how OnlyFans only takes like twenty percent or something like that. I thought that was really funny. I didn't know.
1: I, I, <laughs> I believe that was pretty funny. Yeah, I was. I believe I was listening to Devin Ash one time, and he was talking about that. He was talking about how their their cut is much much higher. I mean, like for for the creators. Right.
0: Yeah. It, it's one of those things where, like, once again, we're not taking away that the like harassment, like follow botting, like a lot of it came from like follow botting harassment. I guess raid harassment is a thing too, where like a stream will raid you, and it will have like, and the person will have like chat bots that will say like really racist stuff and stuff like that. You know, I don't. I'm not like taking away from that at all, but mm-hmm. I, I think it's a good PSA to say, hey, there are things on Twitch that do prevent this, and I don't know what more Twitch can do, but I feel as Twitch as a platform grows, I mean, I have a t- I've had a ton of friends in the last year who have been like, hey, I know you stream. I want to start streaming. And I am kind of like jokingly, I'm like, oh, so now you're interested because mm-hmm. like I remember streaming like three years ago and people being like, why are you like four years ago? Even people being like, why are you st- what's streaming? why would you stream like that's weird mm-hmm. and then like the same people are coming to me being like yo i want to stream you know what i mean yeah uh, It's just become like this cultural thing which is great um at the same time it's like helping them like th- like some of them have asked me for help i've helped them set up stuff other people have been like hey i'm streaming now by the way i'm like oh, okay cool i go to the stream no mods no knife bot. no auto mod like nothing or whatever and it, it is kind of weird um so it's just kind of a psa to people one night nightbot Mubot, stream elements all that stuff already has like automod filters built into them that are way better and way more advanced than um than twit than twitch's automod or whatever um Mm -hmm. twitch has its own automod as well that can flag stuff for you guys as well you can make it super super strict as well um and then also when it comes to the raid type of stuff um, you can actually enable raids in your community settings under moderation to make it so that you can only get raided from people you follow or from people that um, from from people you follow or from people that you're mutuals with, basically mm-hmm. uh, friends with. I don't know who uses the friend feature, but yeah. and I understand I understand that um, this might cause issues for people when it comes to like, oh well, I want I want to network or I want to grow um i want every raid to come to me and stuff like that and like every host to come to me and stuff like that you know mm-hmm. and, and and i get that i get that for sure um i will say from my own experience hosts and raids do not help um you need to be super super entertaining um unless you're streaming the same game category as someone else 99 of the times they won't help um statistically speaking and i'm talking about this mostly like not like if you're like a homie right like if if you're hosting me every night, or if you're raiding me every night, like go for it, I appreciate it or whatever. I'm talking about like when someone, like let's say a 300 viewer streamer, like comes into your stream, and, like or raids or hosts you, or you're mm-hmm. a 300 viewer streamer, and you raid or host somebody or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking about more of those statistics. Statistically, you would have to raid them at least five times because mm-hmm. most people are not going to stick around for your raid longer than about three minutes. So you have about three minutes to convince people to stick around and to hang out, basically. Mm-hmm um and yeah so i mean i would say double-edged sword but if you're complaining about harassment maybe turn off the rating feature you know what i mean or and not even turn off the rating feature you can make it so the rating features only with people you follow so turn that on right and actually network and talk in people's communities maybe they'll follow you back maybe they'll hang out with you and then you can get hosts and raids there and mm-hmm. it'll be a little bit safer and then, yeah, once again, there is auto mod. Um, you can throw on auto mod or whatever when it comes to this type of stuff. Um, there is sub only mode <laughs> for this type of stuff that you can turn on. You can even turn on sub only mode when you don't have sub a sub button. Um, mm-hmm. There is also emote only mode um, that you can turn on. I don't know. It, it It's very weird to me. Some of the clips that I was seeing, which I did feel bad, was like mm-hmm. people getting raided and then their chat, like it was like a minute or a minute and a half clip and their whole chat is just spammed with like derogatory terms racial slurs etc and while i do feel bad for those people my thought is like why aren't precautions already in place why are those words being allowed to get through auto mod why is there no mod why Mm -hmm. are you not turning on a follower mode or an emote only mode Mm -hmm. it's just very strange to me
1: yeah like there are a certain amount of preventative measures that you can use auto mod being the biggest one um it just catches stuff before you even see it so they may be trying to evade like word filters and all that I didn't see any of the clips Um, right so it could avoid auto mod in that way um Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything Twitch can do to really prevent things like this you really have to have like uh, either a mod or yourself just you know flip on follower only mode or a mode only mode i mean sub only mode if you have to yeah but um these things I, I these things do happen you know you get these spam raids you know a lot of annoying people can come to your chat and really really disrupt the stream mm-hmm. and yeah it can take the winds out of your sails absolutely like uh, i'm not arguing against that like, yeah but Unfortunately, like these things do happen and there's really not that many ways to prevent it. And you really have to just kind of like take action against it. And yeah, it sucks. It really does. Um, I don't know if if there's any better answer than just like either banning them, turning on some sort of limited interaction mode or whatever. Like that's, that's really it.
0: Yeah. Turning on like just take act like I'll say this be be proactive. I mean, don't pull a Twitch. I know it's <laughs> kind of ironic we're talking about that, but don't pull a Twitch with what Twitch did with DMCA. Like be proactive. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I still see content creators who are like surprised Pikachu when they're like restreaming movies or restreaming copyright music and then they're like, F Twitch, I got a DMCA <laughs> strike on like a little Wayne song. It's like, well, yeah, I don't know what you expected. Like you know what i mean like this isn't like a free-for-all or something be proactive and be mindful of like what type of content you're streaming or even just getting that type of getting those filters set up for your stream you know um you know me personally i know somebody who averages you know probably they're at you know five to ten viewers just like myself or whatever doesn't have any mods and they're nightbot move they have set it up in a way where it filters out and they're a marginalized person i guess you could say and their nightbot moobot handles all of it you know mm-hmm. i mean yeah sure you're gonna get people who come into the chat and try to get around it people are always gonna find a way unfortunately um but at the same time you kind of have that have thick skin if you're gonna be like a content creator of any sort you know like you're always gonna get hate on stuff random stuff you do just by who you are unfortunately that's just how the world works you know and i'm not saying to encourage it yeah. but that's just how it is like i've gotten hate messages for my music you know what mm-hmm. i mean
1: like what can i do you know what i mean it's yeah. just- yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like I I can't think of a single way to prevent it from happening in the first place. You know, it's like yeah. I I'm I'm at a loss like, yeah, Twitch do better. But like that's doesn't that's not a suggestion to do anything specific. That's like, right. Just, that's just airing of frustration and anger and, and like, sure. Yeah, they, there's a lot of things that Twitch can do better. But like, I'm not sure what you really expect them to be able to do in this case.
0: I think the issue with this that I had, I have issues with um, is like, so we can compare this to like the Niantic stuff that happened a couple weeks ago, right? Where they like kind of reverted back to like the old way of distance, the old Mm -hmm. way of um, incense and how to gain Pokemon in the game. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like people were complaining to Niantic, but then they also were giving feedback on like what they could or why they should revert it back. Right. They weren't just saying like F Niantic, like, look what happened to me. I can't play anymore. And that was it they gave actual reasonable solutions to why these things should be reverted back right? right they're like covid's still going on delta's getting worse in the united states i'm a right. senior citizen i can't walk around On i'm handicapped this helps this type of community this type of community etc absolutely whereas when i look at the twitch do better tag it's and no offense to anyone because i'm in the same boat as you guys it's literally just small content creators being like why does saikuno have thirty five thousand viewers but i only have 10 viewers and i'm way more entertaining than saikuno like it's it literally is just like the small content creator the small affiliate the small like partner like just i don't know just complaining but then it's like that's fine you can complain i don't care at the same time give like ways that it can be improved or suggestions it can be improved you know what i mean yeah
1: like i'm like so like i'm not seeing
0: anything from that like i don't see any like feedback like that i just see people complaining and not really giving solutions to it that that's like kind of spurred me on to do the dmca
1: free music on my own end because i was tired of complaining and i did something about it you know the one thing that is legitimate that i am seeing is that Mm. there are a lot of marginalized groups a lot of underrepresented groups people of color Mm. things like that that are you know a target of these things and yes they absolutely do have to have some sort of Uh, protection or like you know they have to have um, punishments against the people Mm -hmm. who like have these like hate raids and stuff like that right i i don't know that anything can be done outside of reporting them like right that i don't it's a different thing if they're botting and stuff like that and you know that eventually can be you know fixed but you got to report them as much as you can that's that's probably that's probably the only thing that can help twitch take action against these things and yeah like i said before like this that is the strongest action that a person could possibly take yeah to to stop these things from happening
0: yeah and i yeah. don't know what more what what more beyond that you want twitch to do because that's always been a thing is you report people you ban people you know what i mean you send twitch evidence of the issues or youtube the evidence or whoever the evidence and yeah i don't know
1: <laughs> yeah i know like, you like, know
0: i mean I, I've reported I love... people. I've reported people on Twitter. I've reported people on YouTube going to just general routes, and I've gotten tons of responses back every single mm-hmm. time. Um, with, especially with Twitter when we were getting the whole like hate from like Dream and stuff like that. Sure, there was people that like I reported. I was like, "This is going a little too far, man. You need to chill out." Like, oh, uh, I wasn't pissed off. I thought it was more funny, or and also kind of weird, but it was more of like, "Yeah, this shouldn't be on the platform." Like, not even their DMs to me, but like just their profile in general is kind of like, oh, "Okay, this is really bad." <laughs> you know what I mean? so
1: i mean and i've gotten responses from that yeah like i said i don't really know what more you could do yeah i would love it if there was a place that you know was basically a safe space you know a place that you don't you don't have to deal with this stuff and i don't know how to do that without like personally vetting every single person that comes in
0: yeah. the chat yeah exactly like it's kind of like with pretzel or whatever um you know that was like a month and a half in the making because they literally like wanted all my information when it came to like the music Right? Mm-hmm. Like they personally like vetted it with like a real human being or whatever. And now it's on there. It's great. But I mean, yeah, unless you do something like that, where it's going to take like time and effort and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. to be honest, like glad I got on that platform early because as the platform scales or if it gets bigger, right, like it's going to be way harder to vet that type of stuff. Right. And there's yeah. going to be slips in the cracks. You know, no one's perfect.
1: Yeah. Here's what we do. We do what, what Facebook does and everybody has to use their real name on the site. Everyone has to enter their social security number. <laughs> Driver's license. <laughs> driver's
0: license and they have to uh link their profiles to their mom their mom and dad's socials so i can call on <laughs> their mom and make fun of them or like send their mom their parents all their information but they say oh, my chance no <laughs> i'm down i'm down the, the last thing that i thought was just silly on, oh yeah the funniest tweet i saw for the twitch do better was somebody who was like really twitch is running mcdonald's ads you shouldn't eat fast food i don't know if they were serious i just thought that was a hilarious tweet but they <laughs> that seemed was actually hilarious. pretty pissed. they actually thought they seemed pretty pissed um but yeah, whatever. Anyway, the last thing that was part of that topic as well was also that Twitch should be paying their content creators more. I don't know. I agree with it, but realistically, it's going to happen. Probably not. I'm down. I'm down with that one. Yeah, pay yeah, me yeah. Like 100% of all my sub revenue. That's I don't totally want the servers to be maintained. I don't want any money to go to Twitch at all for broadcasting on this platform for free. I don't want any like issues. Like, I don't know what people want, man. Like, of, like Twitch got to make money somehow, right? Like they're going to like, okay, let's say they say, here's the thing, right? Here's my thing. You know what's going to happen? Let's say Twitch says, okay, from now on, 80% of every sub will go to the content creator. We'll only take 20%, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone will freak out. Everyone will pog. Bloomberg will make an article. Kotaku will make an article. And then guess what will happen the next day? Ads increase on the platform times 50. Like, I don't know what they exactly want, like what these people want. Like, there has to be a give and take somewhere, Mm
1: -hmm. you know? Yeah, it it feels like they don't understand how much it costs to run Twitch. Like, if you look at um, stats online, Twitch is probably like in the top 10 as far as bandwidth used across the entire world. Yeah, YouTube's by far number one. Yeah, so like there's like YouTube, and uh, I'm sure like Google is up there, Amazon Web Services probably. Yeah, Uh, like these are the powerhouses. These they there is like thousands upon thousands of terabytes being like transmitted probably per month, and like that's not free.
0: I should stream more because it's costing Twitch money. I mean, I'm costing Twitch money with my music
1: stream, so I'm pretty happy yeah and so (laughs) i i I don't understand like it's it's not a huge amount of money that's being taken away and like i think also a lot of streamers uh smaller streamers don't realize that if you are able to get a contract with twitch you are able to like negotiate a higher rate above 50 percent
0: yeah i saw a lot of misinformation about that you know what i mean Uh, Mm um as well once again Like, I mean, it's obviously going to be the smaller people and the mid-sized streamers that are going to complain. So it's not like you're going to see Dr. Lupo being like, yeah, true. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) But like, you know, I don't know. Um, uh, Would I love it to be less? Yeah, of course. Um, At the same time, realistically, is it going to happen? Probably not. Yeah. And if it does happen, and let's say I get a 60 it goes up from... I think they were saying like affiliates should have 60 40 i think the most re- retweeted tweet was like affiliates should have 60 40 partners by default should have 70 30 right and yeah. it was like okay cool my 28 subs my twenty eight, uh, you know my 28 subs i'll be taking a little bit more money from you guys Pause. you <laughs> know what i mean like realistically like i have a full-time job i have other business ventures as well like twitch is like a drop in the bucket with what i make on this website so like it's just strange to see some of these content creators like complaining and
1: stuff like that. And Yeah, I like, I don't know. And I I don't think Twitch is making like money hand over fist over here. Like they're they're not like swimming in money. Oh, they so. broke
0: they broke even. Um, they broke even last year in 2020, and it was because uh, it was all ad revenue. Dude, none no, of sub, none of it was sub or bits. By the <laughs> way, they made no money on or bits. They yeah, probably yeah, will yeah. make money this year because of how much ad rates they're pushing, which is good.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like if you want Twitch to pay out more per sub, like you said, they're going to increase ad rates. They're going to increase sub uh, subscription fees. So Mm -hmm. instead of paying five dollars for a sub, hey, congrats, you're going to pay ten dollars per sub. If you want to increase it by like, you know, 10 percent, 20 percent default. Mm -hmm. Yeah, expect to pay ten dollars per sub.
0: Yeah, or just expect to watch a crap more of ads. Right, yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I I get where they're coming from because they're like, well, you're already running a lot of ads and you're, boning us with the percentage or whatever Mm -hmm. um my whole thing is like and it's kind of i don't know i i get why they're complaining and i'm like so in the middle with this because at the same time it's like i get it yeah at the same time it's like weird because you're like biting the hand that literally is giving you money so it's weird too but at the same time my question to some of these people is like why not just go to facebook or youtube then like facebook has dmca free music like they purchased licenses from all the major record labels you don't get dmca there Mm-hmm. Um, You get 100% of ad revenue. You get a sub button right when you start streaming on the platform as well. You get 100% of sub revenue there. You get 100% of ad revenue. You get 100% of everything else. So mm-hmm. why not just move platforms if you're that upset? Like, I don't know. It just felt very like pandering to me. That's my opinion.
1: I, I feel like if you're going to ask for more money, it totally warranted. Like I encourage anybody to like, you know, ask for raises and whatever, no matter what job you have. But the thing that you should always keep in mind is that you have to have an argument for why you should get more money.
0: Yeah, that
1: too. And that has to be like your performance or something like that. You know what I mean? It's yeah, it it comes down to like performance. What are you offering? Are you doing more than, you know, the usual? Are you somehow helping the company, whether it's Twitch or uh, outside of that? Are you helping the company make more? Like, are you providing something that's pretty much invaluable? You know, those are valid reasons to ask for more money because, like, you are proving yourself to be an asset and an asset that you can't or Twitch cannot lose. Yeah. Uh, so you you need to have some sort of an argument. You can't just say yeah. like, oh, I I don't like the rate that uh, Twitch is paying out at. Well, you you agreed to to that in the affiliate contract. Um, you kind of have to negotiate that before you sign the contract. You can you can ask for a change, but like, don't expect them to change it unless you have some a uh, reason you know yeah. to 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 have it change
0: yeah um also just to throw out the statistics here as well for this argument um keep in mind with uh keep in mind with uh with this or whatever but uh twitch currently at its peak um at least last quarter had 4.5 million people streaming and and even given at peak hours mm-hmm. so 4.5 million streams uh there's also 2.1 million affiliates and sixty thousand partners, so you have like two point one affiliates, basically two point one million affiliates, basically saying, "Give me a raise." <laughs> like, I don't know about that. You know what I mean? That's um, cool. yeah. That's a lot of people. Just throwing that out there. Um, there have been yeah. So basically, eleven million people have streamed at least once in the last quarter or whatever. Um, one point one, 1. 1.3 million of them being affiliates, thirty eight thousand of them being plebs for streaming once more. If you acquire five or more times they've streamed, it's 1 million affiliates with 34,000 partners and 4 million um, plebs Uh, Mm -hmm. with 10 or more streams. It's uh, a million affiliates and 31,000 partners. So even if you say, well, give it to the affiliates that are actually streaming like 10 or more streams in the last quarter or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. it's still (laughs) a lot of people,
1: you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah,
0: I don't know We'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes you know yeah um but this this trend was just weird i don't know um it kind of bled into i guess we can talk about this as the main topic we had a couple more stuff but i think they were mm-hmm. so small on the bucket list i don't really want to spend a lot of time on them uh, we can just go over them really quick um yeah. this headlining type of stuff maybe i'll talk about this on my own stream so if you guys want to follow twitch.tv slash ryan kubo <laughs> you guys can but um mm-hmm. one of them being that uh there's a i guess not a union but i guess a protest in brazil that Uh, Sub prices um, the local sub pricing is affecting content creators there who are small to medium content creators Um, They were getting paid. I think 22 in whatever current cities I don't know Brazilians use sorry and that has now gone to like 799 and some of the smaller content creators um, Ranging from 50 subs to 500 subs are saying that's a huge chunk of change. That's being taken away from me Um, And they were not able to meet the threshold that came with you know, Twitch covering all their money covering all their subs for the next year. So that was going on. They were complaining about that. Um, there was complaints about that. I don't know if you want to just say something really quick about that. I don't want to spend too much time on that
1: topic. Um, mostly just a quick thought. I'm, I'm really surprised because like the whole reason for this was to increase individual sub count for each streamer. So, mm-hmm. uh, it sounds like they're not getting the number of subs that they expected to like make up the difference and yeah i mean there's um, no data
0: to support that either that's the problem this is just people seeing it and being like hey i have tons i have 50 subs i was getting paid this much now i'm getting a decrease of like 60% cuz it's now locally priced
1: mm, yeah it's it's going to be a shock uh in the beginning i yeah if there if there are not increasing their like viewer counts or anything like that. I can see it as a legitimate problem. Yeah. We might see we might need to have like a few months to like figure out like whether it's, you know, normalized. But for like sure. yeah, this could be an issue. It, it could be an issue of like individual streamers are not increasing their sub numbers, right? Um, and this like decreased cost is not like encouraging people to pay uh, for a sub. So it it could very well be an issue for those for those. Yeah. streamers.
0: I mean, just putting it based in America. Let's say, let's say like Twitch tomorrow was like instead of five dollars a sub, it's like two dollars a sub. Yeah, you know, to, to subscribe. You know what I mean? Like, think of the first three people you'd subscribe to. Are any of them people that you like right off the top of your head? Are any of them people who are under like fifty viewers? To me, no. Hmm. Right? Like, I would probably right. subscribe to like Tim the Tapman, XQC, like right, like bigger content creators. You know what I mean? So I definitely can see them getting the benefit. Right? I'm not immediately thinking like oh Ryan Kubo. I'm going to I'm going to go sub to him now. I've always wanted to sub to him. I just couldn't before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm just not really thinking that. So I can see where their complaints are coming. Once again though yeah. there's no data on this. This is just kind of like the content creators over there in Brazil are seeing like whoa, what the heck just happened? This is a decrease. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see how it goes in the next couple of months. There's no data that's supporting this. Twitch released some that said that they've seen increases of subs across the board when they've done local price local pricing. Um, but we don't know if that's like to the big content creators in those regions to the meat. We, we don't know the distribution of that. Right.
1: So it, it, right. it's hard to say
0: um, the next thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. go ahead. No, no. Go mm-hmm. ahead. If you want to say something?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, it, it's happened in the past here in the US where, you know, there have been reduced sub costs like as a promotion. Mm. And mm. we have seen a lot of uh sub counts increase by a ton. Right. Now, like that, that is the US. I don't know if that is the case in other countries. Right. So like that's a little bit of a discrepancy there. So yes they probably went by that kind of um that history that twitch right has with like promotions and it just i guess maybe didn't apply but again we're no. gonna have to wait and see
0: yeah i will say too uh that's a good point that you bring up because when it comes to that like sub count thing or whatever another thing that like i kind of wanted to add to that as well is that like a couple of months a couple of like maybe a year ago a year and a half ago they had like a uh, an event where it's like gifted subs or like i think like 30 or 40 percent off or something like that yeah and people are like super happy about it and super praising it uh, i'll be honest with you a year year and a half ago i was at my peak viewership i didn't see any i didn't see any gifted subs mm. to my to my channel I, but i did see a ton of gifted subs for bigger content creators so maybe it's the same case right right like looking at that like usually like when a timber happens i'm just kind of like meh like i've never seen an <laughs> increase of subs or whenever they've done a bit promotion or something like that I've never seen an increase of subs or bits or whatever or payouts or whatever when it comes mm-hmm. to this type of like these promotions for my content. So sure,
1: sure, you know, could
0: be could be the same reason why they're complaining. Uh, the next thing too is that uh, apparently PayPal's taking a bigger cut. Um, yep. Uh, for it, smaller individual donos and my question my one response to this is who's still donating to streamers i just thought that this was like <laughs> are we back in like 2007 again where people are spamming refresh paypal read my dono like i don't understand who's still <laughs> donating like individual money just the sub
1: you yeah I I mean? sub, get some bits
0: just sub forehead like who cares i don't know
1: yeah i i don't know like i Maybe I'm out of it, out of the loop here, but I don't see PayPal donations much anymore. on stream. I, I
0: honestly, I honestly don't. The only people that I see that have them is like XQC or other people who sell like $3 TTS. But even mm-hmm. just saying that just seems so archaic.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah I, that's that's interesting because I don't see that many many TTS donations now. Like they used to be like a huge thing. Yeah, huge. But I don't know, maybe maybe people are just more um inclined to use bits and stuff like that because they get rewards for them or something like that yeah maybe i mean that that, that might
0: be the case but I anyway oh, yeah. just, just, that's just an fyi on those two things or whatever uh keep that in mind that if you are if you are still receiving dono donos uh on twitch or whatever just keep that in mind that um there is a small fee um it ends up being not that much by the way it ends up being i think like nine and 19 cent increase but they're um at least worse so keep this in mind that Um, If let's say you were to donate a dollar, I don't know why you would have donos at a dollar. Basically, at the end of the day, um, PayPal takes 48 cents. That doesn't scale, though, where it's like, oh, if it's two dollars, then they're now taking like a dollar, basically. Like, that's not how it works. It's like a one time fee plus a percentage. And that one time fee has increased by, I think, like 19 cents or something. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind that like, if you get like a five or six dollar dono, you're you're really only going to, you're not going to see that much of a difference. It's going to be like 19 cents less, basically. Mm-hmm. right you know but anyway uh, um, on to our last article our last topic i guess of the day this is something that we'll probably expand on a bit or whatever but um this is super random too because twitter uh or twitter support tweeted this out with like no article either attached to this or whatever like literally it was just a tweet and a picture so i thought this was like super super weird um or whatever so i i didn't under- i didn't understand this or whatever but they said, as of today, enforcement notifications sent to suspended users will include the name of the content and the date of the violation to ensure they have better clarity about what content is being actioned on. And then basically they just attached like a, a little page or what, or a little image or whatever that was like spam spamming. It says reason spamming violate video content. Example, violating this content, using it in counsel to upload copyright videos, where the violation occurred on stream or VOD, content title, giveaways, drops, free stuff, content date, this was the day, suspension link, three days. Um, so I don't know. Um, this was something that was talked about at 2019 TwitchCon that they said that they were going to do, so I'm glad that it's rolling out. Um, it'll later. be, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'll be really, really interesting to see. Um, some people were kind of complaining, like, hey, this should have, this should have, like, more details. Like, why are these... Why are these things so why are these answers like so generic blah 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 and to be honest with you it's it's always going to be generic um I think if twitch starts giving very specific reasons as to why people are banned then you're going to get a lot of you're just opening up a can of worms you're going to get people complain even more complaining even more nowadays (laughs) then uh than you do nowadays you'll also see people who will probably skirt the bans too right it's like oh you were banned for showing i don't know a lewd act on stream for 10 seconds mm-hmm. this was the lewd act you were you know you were showing under boob or something and then mm-hmm. you probably could you probably have people going okay then i will only show under boob for eight seconds you know what i mean like if 10 seconds is the limit to why i was banned you know what i mean it's it's just like people testing out like bot new bots or night bots in people's chats with like link limiters or emote limiters, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it will always be generic. But um, yeah, what do you think about this change?
1: It's, I think um, it's good. It's good. For what It is. It's, yeah, for what it is, I you know, like you said, I, I kind of wish there would be a little more sp- like specifics involved in it. But, you know, I don't know if we'll ever see that just because like, yeah, people are going to try and find ways to get around that. You yeah. know, like if they mention like, yeah, you showed her boob or you've shown other things or whatever. Mm-hmm people are going to be like, oh, well, maybe that wasn't actually shown. Maybe maybe you just didn't. You saw it incorrectly. Maybe it was this instead of that or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Like it's it, it's it becomes very, very difficult because then you get into this like sort of um argument mouse. About, like who's right? Who's who? Yeah. They, they try to like go back and like, you know, count on technicalities to argue the point mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, like you kind of have to be kind of vague and all-encompassing unfortunately it's yeah it's it's good that this is out there i kind of wish that you know like maybe they might include us like a special kind of clip to show like hey this is the problem you can't do this that might yeah, be see better. once
0: again once again i don't think that's going to happen because then people can repost the clip and be like this is the reason why i was banned this is where you know what i mean it's going to cause like a certain narrative you know what i mean mm-hmm. I, I doubt it will actually happen i i really don't
1: think that will ever happen probably not Yeah. You know
0: um i will say this once again and i know that like a lot of people on the last podcast that we talked about this were like cap and capo or sending me stuff like that's not true or whatever i because i know the streamer and i have a parasocial relationship with them or whatever Mm -hmm. this is a this notification is expanding on the notification that every banned streamer gets i'm sorry to break this to you or whatever we talked about this like last stream or whatever every single content creator that is banned or suspended should get an email or notification in their brow in their twitch twitch page that tells Mm -hmm. them why they were banned (laughs) Mm -hmm. and this just and it may say hey like before this it was like hey you were banned because you violated terms of service it might be super generic right Mm -hmm. you may not know the specific reason it may say you were banned for violating terms of service nudity and it might not be that much information right it might just be that um, but you do get a notification for this every single time. This just expands on this and gives you a little bit more clear detail, right? It tells mm-hmm. you that it's a clip. It tells you that it's a VOD. It tells you the content date that it happened on. It tells you how long the suspension is. Whereas before the emails that you get are literally just, hey, you're banned. And they don't really tell you much after that. So, you know, we will restore your account after the suspension is over. So this one at least is giving you a specific timeline. So, I mean. The thing is, is, like, I still see... And this is the problem with Twitch not giving, like, full on details with um, bans or suspensions, or when it comes to, um, you know, publicly announcing bans or suspensions, is that people can make up, like, their own narratives, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, everyone, like, I don't know. It just... It's one of those things I just kind of want to throw out there, because even today I saw someone who was like, I don't know why I, why I was banned or suspended. And it's like, no, you do know. You just don't really want to say. You know what I mean? I bet you the band mm-hmm. said something about, like, restreaming dmca content you know what i mean if you really think hard enough you can probably figure out why you know Mm -hmm. what i mean yeah even people like you know doc ice poseidon any of these banned content creators on the platform they 100 know why they were Mm -hmm. you know especially with like doc and like ice Poseidon probably knows doc obviously knows why he was banned i I just think it's obvious it's obvious legal reasons huge legal reasons huge repercussions or whatever Mm -hmm. there's no shot that twitch banned him and didn't say anything but this because twitch has this like we zip our lips and don't say anything the narrative can be created about anything right
1: right right yeah there, there, there's there's no way that he doesn't know like yeah what happened i i believe 100 that he knows like because oh, yeah when you look at the tos it's pretty clear cut what you can and cannot do on twitch like and i feel like a lot of it is common sense like yeah well i think up... his
0: i think his thing is more contractual but yeah
1: yeah, yeah, I'm, I, I'm sure I really do.
0: just with the timing of it all.
1: It seems very contractual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's like a number of things that he did wrong that I could just think of and probably led to to that ban. But yeah, like I'm sure I'm sure that like, yeah, any kind of any kind of contract negotiation, whatever, if you wrong twitch in some way. Yeah, you're you're going to get banned. You're going to get screwed over. Like there's no way that you don't know what you did wrong. Yeah. You may not agree with the band. You may not like the band. You may think the band's
0: stupid. That's a totally different argument. Mm-hmm. But playing by Twitch's rules, I, I don't know what you want to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything much we else we can expand on that topic. I think you know. At the end of the day, it's good. It's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. it's a uh, it's a good thing that they're expanding on it or whatever. Um, you know, I'm curious to see what the excuse are, excuses are from band content creators nowadays. where it's like i don't know why i was banned you know what i mean oh Um, absolutely or something like that or i think now it just becomes like there's not enough details on why i was banned (laughs) and stuff like that you know maybe it's that you know what i mean oh also my tesla has a software update which is pretty cool oh that's a random sorry i just randomly just got a notification that my tesla has a software update or whatever and that i get two new games pog nice nice take 25 it'll take 25 minutes to to update Right now, yeah, that's not bad. Oh, that's not bad. Okay, I'm gonna go update my car. uh Also, updates on Blizzard—they still suck. Like, I don't know what else. Oh, Jalen Brack stepped down. I think that was kind of expected, but I mean, we can talk about that more next week. I mean, that news just keeps piling on. So oh, I feel yeah. like we just wait like a couple weeks and then we'll have something even better to talk about. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Like I don't know what we can we can really say about that, but we can probably save for next time when I'm sure that there's gonna be more <laughs> Blizzard news tomorrow. Like, yeah. if, like there always is. Yeah. But, um, yeah,
0: as always, guys, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for chatting with us. Thanks for chilling with us. Thanks for listening, as always. Um, Appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, Uh, that's it for us this week. Take care, everyone, and uh, be safe. See you next week. Peace. See you, guys.